This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Come here. Welcome to the famous Foxes Aftermath show, live every Sunday on Leicester Fan TV. Come on, you Foxes. Good morning, Foxes. How the devil are you? How's your weekend been so far? Did you enjoy the Jerry Taggart derby yesterday? Well, you know what day it is. It's Sunday. It's time for the famous Foxes Aftermath show, run by us fans, for you fans out there. And you know what? Your opinion matters. Get them comments in now. Let's get going. It's kickoff time. Come on, you Foxes. The Leicester City machine is on the march again. Leicester Fan TV presents a variety of content like fan discussions, match analysis, and engaging with Leicester fans worldwide. We want your views live. Thanks to our sponsors, Everots, Follow Blinds, Pocker Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Co., and the Fox's Arms and Rainbows. We are live in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well, morning, everyone. How the devil are you? I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Did you enjoy that yesterday? 5-0 away from home. The last time we won 5-0 away from home was back in 19, March of 1970 against Charlton. And do you know what happened when we beat Charlton 5-0 away? We went on to win the league that year. Let's see that. hope the omens are pretty damn good. Morning, everyone. I've put up a load of mornings already. Um, Overboast. As... I need a comment in here. Uh, morning, everyone. Great performance yesterday. Yes, great. It was a great performance yesterday. Absolutely love the performance yesterday. Uh, Mark Charles, uh, don't understand the hype on Patson. Vardy done more in 28 minutes. He needs to go. Uh, on that note, we'll bring Reed in on that note. A bit early, but read it. Answer Mark Charles's comment there. Sorry, but he's got man of the match for a reason yesterday. So I'm just going to point that out. He got man of the match for a reason yesterday. 
the you enjoyed it yesterday being there, but it was all exciting in the crowd yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Um, obviously, after a lot of the stuff that went on the last like week or so with Enzo's comments and just people's opinions on how the football is and whatnot, now. I, I don't know. It's obviously not got much to do with that, but just having a big, big win away, uh, kind of, hopefully, not show because people are allowed their opinions on how we play, but it just gives a bit of a glimpse of what we can do when we're at our best. Because I think we were at our best yesterday, as much as Stoke weren't the greatest. Yeah, Stoke. That's what I want to. Were we that good, or were Stoke that bad? Because I thought yesterday we played. Totally different to how we have been playing. I thought the football was a lot quicker. Um, the passing was a bit more sharper. We didn't have so much tippy-tappy at the back like we have been doing. But I thought we played so much better yesterday. But was that the way we played or was that because of the way Stoke were? Or was it just a bit of both? Enzo said that we, we set up to play against how we thought they would. And they played how we wanted them to. So... It kind of worked for us in our favour. I think we did play well. I think a lot of players played had good performances. Um, but I, I, I would say I disagree with you in saying that I don't think we played differently. I think we did play how we normally would. I just think that... I, I think I mentioned to you before the show that before Dak went to AFCON, or basically until AFCON started, we we did play this style where we played a bit more direct, a bit foot more forward. Um and we did score more goals from it. Um, and then obviously when Daka went and we had to use some, someone like Cannon, I think it maybe tried to, maybe it slowed slowed the play down a bit. And I think that's where I think people are starting to say that what if we do play a bit faster in a, in the attacking way, we will score more goals and it'll be a more interesting and more exciting game. So I think it all depends on how we how quick we we pass that ball. I think in that that's the main thing. Yeah, I thought we played it a lot quicker. We're more on the front foot. Um, and more decisive with the passes. And like I said, there wasn't that much tippy-tappy round the back, which I thought, if you play like that, I enjoyed that more than I'd enjoyed a lot of the games recently. There's a lot of people waiting to come on. I'm going to bring Jono and Locks in. Chris and Nick, I have seen you. We'll bring you on in a few minutes. Uh, here's Jono, and we'll bring... Wait, uh, there's Locks. Yeah, there you are, Locks. Couldn't find you then. I'd lost you for a minute. How are you, you Locks? Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. Morning, Jono. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm good. Play football the Enzo way, so you can't complain. Play football the Enzo way. Box, how did you think it went yesterday then? It was a bit more clinical as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was as good as it could have got. It was as good as it has been all season. You know, 5-0. Uh, we've said since the first week of the season, there is going to be a game where we smash them on 4-5-0. And there it is. There's, uh, that, there's what we were waiting for. So, um, so yeah, it, all around, mate, it was really good. I thought... Um, Thought the substitutions were good. Thought the the performances were, you know, from all the players were good. Uh, yeah, everything, mate, all round. There's, there's, you know, nothing to complain about. It was all good. When the uh, John, when the team sheet came out and McAteer was there, what what was your thoughts of the McAteer playing the number eight role? Because I was quite surprised actually, because I thought Eunice played well when he came on against Swansea midweek. I was quite surprised with McAteer. Well, same about Daka. Really, Daka played poor last game. He started maybe. He th maybe he thought Daka and McAteer would be best for um, <clears throat> against Stoke, and he was right. You know, McAteer get this score. Yes, it was a yes, it was a deflection, but he did score. Daka scored two. So you know, I I believe Enzo chosen for a reason, and it paid off. 
Yeah, yeah, I can't agree more. Um, but McAteer, what did, uh, in the crowd when he when he was at number eight, really? What did you think, number eight, in the number eight position, Will's position? What did you think when was there a bit of a like, oh, what what formation are we playing with him? But it actually worked though, didn't it? Until he got that silly bloody booking. Uh, yes and no. I I in that number eight role, I would much prefer Eunice or Pratt because I think it's their position better in the way. Um, but McAteer has been playing the last couple of games and maybe it was a bit of a, you've been playing okay and because Fatou's back, it's a bit, a bit unlucky if I did drop you. So fair enough to give, give him another shot in that more direct role in the more in the, in the centre. So he did all right. I, I don't think he was the greatest. Um, I don't think he has been the greatest since he's been back in. But he did well and he got a goal. So hopefully he can continue that. Otherwise, I think he will get taken his place by Eunice again. Yeah, Locks, you know I love a bit DP in the middle of the park. And against Swansea, he didn't have the best of games. I'll hold my hands up and I thought, yeah, you deserve to be taken off. But when he came on, he sort of steadied the ship a little bit more. Uh, and I think he played better than 45 than he did against Swansea. Um, what do you rate on Dennis Pratt yesterday? Um, sorry, I think I'm lagging a little bit, am I? Um, no, am I, yeah, am I right? Yeah, I am. I think I am. Um, no, I think um, he did okay. I, look, I, I've never doubted he's a good player. I think he's a good player. But I just don't think his head is entirely here. And I don't blame him for that at all. Because I, you know, anyone would be the same. Um and then, you know, maybe there's... Uh, in the Swansea game, obviously, there was still a couple of days of the window left and potentially he didn't want to get injured. Maybe that contributed to such a poor performance because I did think it was poor, um, the Swansea game. He, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like my look So, I don't know if that was a part of it, mate. Um, he was definitely better yesterday than he was against Swansea, but I still don't think he should be starting for us, unfortunately. I would, I would still rather... You know, indeed, the McAteer and Yunus all over him. Um, but again, like with uh, like with Dakar, if you can prove us wrong, then fair enough. But I just don't think. I think there's a, you know, Rogers didn't particularly like him. Enzo clearly doesn't particularly like him. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but I just think there must be something happening, you know, in training to to show why uh, he he doesn't deserve to get picked. Yeah, John, I'll. Um... I'll just ask you this question before I let you go, because I've got other people on here as well. Um, Grant Face, Jono, you're looking a bit like prime France Beckenbauer winning that penalty yesterday. It just, <clears throat> that charge just through the middle, the middle of the park, just no one's going to stop him. The only way they could stop him was to foul him and led to the penalty, just unreal run. Like, you know, we're hoping not for him to lose the ball because if we get countered, we're missing a defender, but he was just unstoppable. Like, it was a brilliant run. He's actually done that a few times, hasn't he, John? This year, I've seen him do he that. He has done it a few times. So it's Vestergaard. Vestergaard's made that run through a few times through the mid through the midfield, and you know, it's just to, you know, if it gets a bit stagnant, it's just a way for them to break up the play and get through, and it worked, which is brilliant. Yeah, John, I'm going to let you go. I'll leave you in the background just for a few minutes. So I've got a, I've got a couple of others I need to bring in. So we'll speak to you in a minute, John. All right. See you in a minute. I'm going to bring uh, Chris in next. How are you, Chris? You all right, pal? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? Good. Really, I'm just going to drop you out and bring Nick in at the same time. So we'll see you on the other side in a minute. Let's bring Nick in. Morning, Nick. How are you, mate? Morning, Jamie, bud. You all right? Oh, I'm good. You too, Nick. What did you think to the game yesterday? Um, What, what can you say? 5-0 win. 
against a very, very poor Stokes team and stuff. So I don't think you can complain too much. It was nice to see us go for the, the third and the fourth and the fifth. You know what I mean? Whereas, let's be fair, a few weeks ago, we probably would have said, you know what, we're happy with 2 nil up and we'll just sit back. Yeah. It seems strange, Nick, doesn't it, that we're trying to... We've scored two in two minutes, but the third is the killer. Yeah. We, we needed to get that third. It was because if Stoke could sneak one, because... Mads made three decent saves to sneak I mean, that. That was what he did with his fingertips and stuff when it was a bit of a scramble and stuff. I mean, I've seen that again this morning and what a save that was. Yeah, yeah. It was good, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Chris, Ben Nelson. He came on for Vestergaard. Vestergaard's got a muscle injury. We're not sure where he's got a muscle, uh, in where it is. I think it's his calf, I think. Um what do you think to Ben Nelson's performance yesterday? Because he came on and he looked like the old saying he's got an old, uh, an old head on young shoulders. He looked quite comfortable and calm, didn't he? Yeah, very much so. Um, you know, he he was brought on. Yeah, okay, we sort of brought him on as a sort of injury injury risk, shall we say? But at the same time, it was just like it. It, it was still steady. It was still calm. It, you know, he didn't panic. Um, you know, which a lot of our defenders do. Let's face it. Um, he he kept it really steady. So yeah, I think it was a fantastic sub. Um, and you know, I, I, I do like being proven right every now and then. I said on lots of shows it's going to be an easy win, and I was proven right. So you know, yeah. But hold on, Chris. You say it's going to be an easy win every game, though, because more often than not, it is. <laughs> See, like a clock's a stop clock's right twice in twice every day. Well, <laughs> look at it. Um, locks, goal scoring. You're big on the goal scorers. We've scored sixty four goals this year. 21 have only been, I know, I know it sounds strange, but 21 have been scored by the strikers. Mm-hmm. Are, we, are we playing that system that we don't actually need? Are we playing like near enough a false false nine in that way we're playing? Because well, we, strikers haven't scored, most teams rely on the strikers, but we seem to be, everyone's contributed to goals. I think, I think, yeah, I mean, I think this has been known since like, you know, the first pre season. We saw it as soon as we saw Enzo's football kind of um you know in, in in the flesh we kind of we kind of saw how how many times in a game the wingers and and the, the advanced the two advanced eights get into the goal scoring positions and i think that's why at times we've seen so many um of our strikers coming deep this season we see it quite often because uh, it creates space for the for the advanced states to go forward. I mean, the, the Dakar goal against, uh, sorry, the Dakar assist uh, for Dewsbury Hall uh, in the Swansea game shows that perfectly where he came deep and played, played a pass through. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, and, you know, I know obviously people would disagree with me, fair enough, but I mean, I think that's this why it sh- it's a myth that uh, when people say we don't score enough goals because we are the top goal scorers in the league and we have the highest... Uh, Goal difference in the league, and I think we've got the I highest goal difference in, the, in all of the top five leagues. I think. The, I think the highest... people, no, there's uh, PSV. PSV in, in, I mean, in, in sorry, in in England, English. Oh, in England. Sorry, I thought yeah, you meant yeah, yeah, the top yeah. five uh, in the in the yeah. in the uh, uh, Europe. Sorry, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Now there was a question I was going to answer. Yeah, about being not scoring enough goals. I think it was more about when we're one nil up and we're not clinical enough, and we fin- and we kill games off because we get towards them last few minutes and we start thinking, "Oh bloody hell, it's going to happen! It's going to happen!" We can see it coming. Uh, but that, I think that's what I- I'm on about. We're not clinical enough in games 
to kill it off. I think once we get that second and then third, that's when we we romp home with it. I think that's what a lot of people... Because we, we don't kill games off, even though we have scored, I think, three goals in seven of the last ten, I think it is. I think it's something like that. We're starting to score goals now and kill teams off, which is what we've been asking to do most of the season. Well, there's one thing you can't deny, and... Um... We tend to score more goals when Dak is in the side, and you know I, I've not. I'm not the biggest fan of Dak. I still start. think. He's... Sorry, Rita. Don't you start. Just, just a brilliant, brilliant player, mate. Always have faith in him. Always have faith in him. He's not a player. His goals yesterday, one of them, it was harder to miss than it was to score, and the second one was a penalty. But you still have to be in the right. You like do, Jamie, but look at his miss moment. against Swansea. A blind lady with a guide dog could have put that one away. Look, I, the, what, what <laughs> I want to what I want to say is, I think um, what Andy Meadows as well, which backs up what Nick was saying. What Andy Meadows has said is he's a tapping king. Look, the thing is, a Dakar. Um, do I? I don't think he's a brilliant player. I don't think he's any better than. If I'm honest, and I know this sounds really harsh because he, you know, he hasn't really shown it much, too much himself. But I don't think he's any better than Tom Cannon personally as a player, ability-wise. However, the facts are he's scoring goals and he's creating a couple goals. And, um, you know, Andy says he he contributes nothing. It's just not true. The the facts are there. He has contributed recently. He contributed before Afcon, and he's contributed after Afcon. They are the facts, right? They're not. That's not an opinion. It's facts. So he has to. He has to start right now. He has to. Yeah, this is what gets me. Before, before he came in, and we were struggling with injuries, right? We were strikers, so we had to play Dakar, and it was nowhere near the team. You couldn't even get a minute on the pitch. All of a sudden, he's now. It seems like Richard has said he's the first choice striker, Chris. And I, um, I don't know what Reedy's doing in the background, but <laughs> what's that in the background? Just my goat's, Zambian my goat's flag. flag. Yeah, there you go. That's he's why he been, takes it too far. He's been hijacked really. by the mafia. Yeah. He takes it too far. Don't call him the goat. Don't call him your goat. Don't, he, he's don't not do the goat. That. He will but... never be the goat. There's only one no, goat. No, there's only one goat. goat. And he's scored twice last goat. night as well. Chris, so. I'm going to ask you this last question before I let you go so I can bring Jono back in. Um, yeah. Jamie Vardy, his next game will be his 450th game for the club. And he's also scored 180 uh, goals for the club. How much longer do you think he can go? Do you know what? Um, yeah, a, lot of people, a lot of people are saying that this is going to be his retirement season. I don't think it will. I think maybe I think he's got another year. Just one, maybe just one more. But don't forget, you know, we had a Leicester player who played till he was 40. You know, so let's uh, let's that? look. That, that was. I'm trying to think of his <laughs> He then went on to become our striking coach. Um, oh, Kevin name? Phillips. Kevin Phillips, oh, that's yeah, right, Kevin yeah. Because he retired at Leicester aged 40. So, I'm sorry, age is not a factor. He's still, I still think he's as fit as, fit as heck. Yes, okay, he's slowed down a bit. Of course, we all do. But at the same time, he's still clinical. So, yeah, keep going as long as he can have it. I don't think it's going to be his retirement season this year. Rightio. Chris, before I let you go, one last thing. Man of the match. Oh, as if I'm going to choose anybody else but the GOAT. Come on. What, Vardy? Well, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, Vardy is our super sub, and he's absolutely brilliant. And, and he, you know, he comes on, and then three minutes later, he scores. That's that's man of the match material for me. How old was Gary Taylor Fletcher? Uh, I'm not sure how old he was, but it. I don't know, but he was. Yeah, I don't know how old he was, but he was 20 stone. <laughs> he's in management now, Gary Taylor When he pulled the shirt off. Um, right, let you go then, Chris. Cheers for joining, pal, and we'll see you no next worries. week. I'm going to bring Jono back in. Morning, Jono. How are you, mate, again? Good. Just can't believe really just loves Daka that much, but, you know. I know. Let's bring that. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Nick, just before I let you go, last question about Vardy. What do you think? Is, is he capable of having another year? Especially, it looks like we're going up, isn't it? We're 16 games away, two-thirds of the season gone. Vardy's out of contract. Do we give him another contract, a one-year contract? But why not? You yeah. know, and uh, let's be fair, we're going to be possibly losing a, a load of players in the summer. What better person to sort of sort of lead them on the pitch or off the pitch a little bit and say, look, this is the Premiership, guys. You know, he's been there. He's won it. He's done. Only thing he's not won is the League Cup. You know, I, I'd be saying do what we did with Phillips a little bit, a bit like what Chris said. Have him there as a registered player, but maybe sort of towards the coaching side of things where if he needs to come in, he can come in. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I think know, for like me, he's the greatest of all time. His, wa- his wages might be a bit of a sticking point. He might have to take a cut in wages. But I yeah, think but he probably would do anyway. He probably would do. That's the thing. You know, let's be fair. The amount of times he's had the opportunity to bugger off somewhere else and he's not gone. You yeah, know. Ian Mosson says uh, his last year... Uh, last season for him. I'm not sure. I'd give I'd give him another season. Nick, before I let you go, um, man of the match. Who did you think man of the match? Just to Ryan Reedy up. I'm going to say Vardy. So that's two for Vardy then. Chris and Reedy. Uh, Chris and Nick have both said um, the goats, the the proper goat, not the Zambian goat. Better goals. Goat. goat. Right then, Nick. We'll let you go, pal. Thanks for joining. Cheers, guys. Uh, let's bring let's bring Reedy back in. Reedy, how are you, pal? All right, just wondering how Vardy scored better goals than Daka, but it's fine. Well, actually, <laughs> he, he did. He did, really, he did. He scored similar goals. Both were tappings. Both were in the six-yard box and both from the 12-yard line. So, exactly the same. The exactly the same. Um, we're talking about man of the matches. I was talking to you beforehand, and I said, that what I don't think there was one outstanding player. They were all good. But I think it was more of a collection of, of the team that made mm. the game. That's why I'd give the whole team man of the match because they all did their own bits. So I personally couldn't pick one outstanding player. It was a collective performance. And Locks, what what would you say for your man of the match? Sorry, but it's Daka. You agree, you agree? You agree with reading awful lot. Yesterday you agreed with it. <laughs> yeah, but like it's it's facts at the end of the day. I mean, like I was saying about about. Um, about his contributions to the team, it's 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 not an opinion. It can't be an opinion because he's scoring, he's assisting. That is contribution. It's fact. So, um, yeah, I, I'd I'd give it to him. Um, I hear what Chris is saying, you know, because obviously Vardy was on the pitch for less time and scored the same. But I just think uh, Daka all round, you know, was 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 good yesterday. Um, maybe uh, Winks as well. I reckon Winks was good. To be honest with you. No, Andy, I, I'm not a Daka lover. I don't even like Daka personally, Andy, in the comments. 
Um, so no, I don't like Dakar, but he, you know he needs to start. So so yeah, um, yeah, I'd say Winks or or Dakar for me, mate. Obviously Winks again, just being the unsung hero, you know, doesn't score really, doesn't assist too much, and then uh, but but he, you know he runs the show really from his position. He does so. all the hard work. He's very similar to you. Probably won't remember him really. Neil Lennon. He does the very hard work. He's quite, and he, he doesn't get much recognition for it. He does all the hard work. He keeps the game flowing, and I think that's what Winks does. Winks does that. He wins the ball. He sprays. It. He's never going to be a prolific goal scorer. He's never going to be a prolific assist man, not like Deuce Hall. Uh, but I think Winks does that kind of job. He just gets on with the job. He, he box to box. He makes tackles. He wins the ball. Gives it to the people that can do the job for him. Exactly what Neil Lennon used to do. That that same kind of. Um, yeah, well, he ain't as hard as Neil Lennon. Yeah, I know that. I won't want to meet Neil Lennon in a dark alley any night. Um, so who did you go for? You went for Dakar Jono. What about you, man of the match? Winks. 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 Control midfield in the palm of his hands. Um, low last 10 minutes when Stoke had a little bit of pressure, he was making sure the line was, you know, he's kept the line. He was just doing just. Trying to get the you know place position correctly, his countering was excellent. Just couldn't a faultless performance. So yeah, it has to be Winks for me. Yeah, there was a uh, Winks again. Here's a comment: unreal, unreal to read that Winks' first league game, not his pass completion, was less than ninety percent. Um, yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad stat, is it, Locks? No, his no, completion no. is every week. He's not. I mean, he had that one against Norwich where it was a hundred percent, wasn't it? Hundred percent pass accuracy. That takes yeah. some doing, that does. Yeah, I mean, some people um, argue that, well, most of them are sideways or backwards, but it's, you know, even, you, you just don't see it too often, those, those kind of um, stats, the percentages. So, uh, I'd agree with Jason there, yeah, he uses class. Um, he's very, I mean, he's really important, basically, to the team. I mean, we've we've seen a couple of games this season where he's not played, and I think we've looked like a different team. So uh, he's really important, um, and uh, and yeah, yeah. That's all I can say about him. He's just he's just class, class at this at this level for sure. Yeah. Uh, Andy Sheba's asked about Fatua. I don't think he, like again. I don't think he had an outstanding game, but he had a decent he had a decent game. And I was a bit surprised when he put the ball back across the box for the goal. I'm glad he did because I think it was a tight angle for the uh, for the header to, to score. But for what he did, that header. It's, like another one, and not, he's only 19 in it, and he's a decent player. He's young head on old, uh, sorry, that's the wrong saying, old head on young shoulders, really. I mean, what do yeah. you think of Brown, Fatua? He always gives, he always gives 100%, like, like Brighton. obviously, I know it's, there's like years comparison to what what O'Brien does, but it, it, it just shows you, once, once we've had him, once we've got him back and he starts, you can see the difference in quality on the wing. Yes, McAteer's been decent, but that's probably why uh, McAteer did start in that uh, eight role because he, he couldn't not bring Fatui back into the team. Um, no. And like I say, when when people say that you want a winger who can run down the line and beat his man every single time, even if Fatui doesn't beat his man, he will try. And he, he's just brilliant. And like I say, he, he, it's another reason why we won 5-0 yesterday. Yes, he didn't score. I don't think he assisted unless he, he did assist from that uh, cross. But... He, he, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He, he he wins every header. He can he can jump at. So he's got a hell of a leap on it, hasn't he? We've noticed this before, haven't we? You've said that before. His leaps unbelievable for a small man. 
Um, I'm not sure how true this is, but a fun fact about Fatima, he lives at the training ground at the minute, and he's the one who's picked up the most fines for being late, and he's at the training ground. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does, to be fair, he does strike me. He, I mean, he's very. he, he seems like a very... Um... Laid back, casual, casual guy, back yeah. guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he gets hyped after games and stuff, and he's hilarious on social media. Some of the stuff that he posts, um, I remember the one I can't remember what game it was when he got a, he got a bit of a he got into a bit of an argument with one of the one of the opposition players, and I think Vardy backed him up, and uh, Fatuu posted something like "Thanks, Daddy, for backing me up" or something. But, <laughs> so he seems like a funny guy, and uh, but yeah, he does seem laid back, and it wouldn't surprise me if he wakes up late for training. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. See, it's like uh, Mark said here. I like Fatuu. He looks like he has some passion for this team. He wants to be here. Good to see. He has a good sense of humour as well. I think Locks is like just what you've said in it, Locks. It was. He looks yeah. like he wants to be here, doesn't he? He's oh, had the he chance. wants to be here. Yeah, sign him. Sign like, him. Well, Just that's why question. he turned down Ghana because he wanted to make. I mean, it didn't work out because he got a red card, but he um he turned down the Afcon so he could make sure that he could play enough games to trigger the auto, you know the obligation to Just, buy. See, that's what I was about to ask, Locks. I thought that was for Atgun. I thought both. he had to play twenty five games. I think it's both. both. I think both. it's both. Because it, what we were saying that it could be another Luckman signing where we don't get him, but I'm, is there any doubt in saying that we will be getting Fatuu? No, I've got doubts over Atgun. I've got doubts that we want Atgun. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Atgun's 10 million or 11 million if he plays 25 games. Something like uh, that, yeah. Abdul is 14 and a half million. Uh, but do we do we have to buy them if they play that yeah. games? Yes, yeah, 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 we have, we have to, buy. to buy them. Okay. And I think I, I think because it's an obligation, I, I'm pretty sure that counts towards the FFP already. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, I was going to say about Sensi because the problem with that. But yeah, so basically, they, they that that figure is already taken into account when they're working out what they can and can't spend yeah. in, in accordance to FFP. So I don't think that's kind of I don't think it's going to be like get to that stage and be like, oh no, we can't afford them. I think that's all all taken into account. I um, think that money's been put to one side. Yes, it's been left there, and we're not yeah. using that. We need it for these two. That's probably why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I was going to say that when you were talking about it, but um, the Sensi's thing's finished. He's done and dusted. He's not going to come unless he comes on a free transfer in the summer. Uh, we move on to Watford on Saturday, 3 o'clock. Are you going, Reedy? Of course I am. The last time we were there, I think we won 5-1 away from home, didn't we? Was it 5-1? I, I can't remember because it's quite a few years ago, but it's, yeah. It's only a couple of years ago. If, if I look back and see the goal scorers, I will, not, I will probably remember it. But the last the last time I remember being... It was the game uh, Danny Ward played to stop Casper Smeichel making a consecutive... Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. That was a uh, stupid decision, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was. I think that's what turned Casper's mind away from the club, to be honest. But going on to there, what changes can you see? If Vestergaard's injured and he can't play... I will drop Ben Nelson in straight away. Oh. I have no qualms whatsoever playing Ben Nelson. The thing, the thing with people saying in the comments that Cody's not a favourite pick or whatnot, I'm sorry, but he doesn't. For me, he doesn't fit the system. When he's in there, he just doesn't look. He doesn't look strong enough, and he doesn't look like the style of play we need in that role. When someone like Vestergaard shows you how it's done, he doesn't fit there. And when Bell Nelson, Ben Nelson has come in the last two games, he's been brilliant. But they're playing him on the right side, which mm -hmm. means he's playing more of a fullback, and it locks. 
is playing that fullback role. And I don't think that's him. But I think if you're playing in the centre, I think he'd be pretty damn good there, Locks. Yeah, I think, you know, I think the problem with Cody is when he came in, um, I think Enzo probably expected him to start for us because, I mean, we, we, we all did. Cody, Connor Cody in the championship got a start. Um, no one really expected how good Fass and Vestergaard mm. were going to be. So that's why Cody hasn't played. Um, and then clearly this young lad, Nelson, has impressed Enzo that much that, that he's now ahead of Cody. And, uh, you know, Cody's used to playing in a back three because he did it for so many years with Wolves. Um, however, I just don't think he's comfortable enough on the ball, if I'm honest, Connor Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we're 10-0, sorry, 10-0, I'm on about, if we're 1-0 up with 10 minutes to go, I probably would fancy Cody to come on and try and see out a win. But, um, but, but yeah, if, if, you know, just to start the game, I think, yeah, Nelson's shown that he's, I mean, what I'll say basically in summary is Nelson has been better in the games he's played than Cody has mm. been. And for that, um, it will have to be, uh, Nelson. He, he I looks, think, he looks really good. I've got, I think other than that, though, sorry, John, I think other than that, I don't think the team changes, if I'm totally honest. I don't think it changes. What, you'd still have McAteer? Oh, sorry, yeah. The only other, that's the only other change I'd, I'd probably put Atgun in there. I was wondering before about Cody. Um, I don't think people and um, people underestimate how important he is off the pitch than he is on the pitch because mm. you've got that experience and that big personality in the changing room, which I do think is very, very important. People like when we lost um when we lost Fuchs, when we lost when we lost Morgan after the FA Cup, that was a big personality mm. miss. And we I had think no leaders, did we? What's that? Sorry? We had no leaders. No, and I think no. Cody is that voice of reason in the change rooms. That's, that's why I think he's important. But um, changes, uh, our gun comes on for me, definitely. But defence-wise, no changes at all. I would maybe start Tom Cannon, maybe instead of, instead of Dakar. You can't Ooh. drop him, man. You can't. I'm sorry, this isn't even me saying about Dakar. You can't drop him. Like Locke said, yes, he missed a sitter against Swansea, but... He assisted a goal. He he created the penalty last last game, and then he's just scored two again. There's no doubt about it that he has to start until he stops scoring, like Kel did, and like Vardy did in the moments where we just couldn't get scoring from them. You you can't drop him. No, yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, I, even though Duck is not my favourite player, he's scoring goals at the minute though, Jono. So. I don't think you could drop him because that would that would well, block his confidence. As you as you said, all the like our strikers aren't the real goal scorers. It's just depend what striker fits the mm-hmm. team we're playing against. You know, yeah, so maybe is better for this team. Tom Cannon's better for that team. Dak is better for that team, and then he works his midfield to do the major work, and then the strikers just fit in when necessary. Yeah, yeah, right. We've got a week off. Locks score. Score prediction. I know it's a week away, sixth week. It's going to be a win, surely. Our confidence is high. Watford, I know Watford are going to be a different team compared to Stoke. Mm-hmm. We've had three wins on the bounce now with the two leagues and the one in the cup. Confidence is high, in it, pal? Yeah, yeah. I think, can I just say, because I haven't mentioned it yet on the show, um, I've, I'm, I I said it yesterday in, the, in, the, in our group chat. I... I'm so, so, like, happy and grateful to the away fans in that stand yesterday um, because I I think 
you know, although people like Breedy said at the start, although people have opinions on um, on the style of play and all of that, um, I do truly believe that he's been really harshly treated recently, Enzo Mareska, by some Leicester fans. And I think the support that was shown to him, you know, the chants, some of the banners, whatever, uh, was really important. And I think, you know, although he is a grown man, Enzo Mareska, I think he really would have like appreciated those, mm. um, you know, those shows of support yesterday. And I think it's what he probably needed. Um, so yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Uh, in in terms of um, in terms of Watford, I think we'll win. Yeah, comfortably. Uh, I always. When I predict, I always say a goal that we concede a goal because we do seem to most of the time. So I'll say three-one, um, and uh, and yeah, Daka has to start because he's scoring goals. And and like Reed said, when he stops scoring, then you can look at Cannon. But for now, he has to start. Yeah. Radio locks. Cheers, pal. Thanks for joining. We shall see you next week sometime, mate. It. Yes, mate. Thursday probably. <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. Enjoy your um, rest of your Sunday, mate. Yes, mate, I'm going for a nice Sunday roast today at uh, Roathley Court. So, uh, Ooh, very posh. Yeah, so, flute here. No, no, no. He's going to stay in that. He's going to stay in the. He's going all day. He's going to go now. He's going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, literally, I'm in there. So yeah, I'm in there. So. <laughs> well, they'll spot you coming in that. All right, Empower, we shall speak to you later, mate. Be good. All right, all right, mate. See you in a bit. Bye. See you later, Jono. What are you thinking about next week? Three-one Leicester. 3-1. Yeah. Uh, John Towers has gone 3-1 as well. Southern Southern Jono has gone for 3-1. Geordie Jono is going for 3-1. Uh, our away support has always been... The away supports... Unreal. Look ...better than the home support. Always has been. Ever, ever and ever, away support. Before even Reedy was a little twinkle in his dad's eye, um, away support has always been better than the home support, no matter, no matter what. Dale, no, I don't think it was a red card, to be honest. Yeah, he's gone. That's it. It's John. You said three-one reading. What about you? Uh, uh, it's going to be a hat trick. It's going to be three-one again for me. Um, I, I do think that Watford will score. Um, yeah. I think it, they're going to be a tougher team to play against than um, Stoke, but I, I do think we're going to run away with it and get free. Like, I'd say three-nil up, and then they score a uh, consolation goal. But yeah, I'd, I'd say three-one as well. <laughs> Stuart, with, Stuart just says, "Don't the away fans go to the home games?" <laughs> Yeah, we do, but there's about, what, 1,000 or 2,000 of them in a 30,000 crowd fans. So. Yeah, well, I think, what was the 2,600 yesterday, wasn't that? Uh, Jono, I'm going to let you go. Cheers for joining. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, pal. Be good. You too. See you later. Are you going anywhere posh, like Rothley Court? Anyway, are you going anywhere out posh, or are you just slumming it at home to this afternoon? Chilled the F day. Just right, doing nothing. Yeah. I don't blame you at all, pal. I'm going to take a dog for a walk on the beach soon, so I'll be all right in the sun. We do the same. We're going to go to the beach as well. But the sun's not out as much as me, as much as mine. Well, we're not lucky enough to be in sunny Alcudia, are we? So. <laughs> all right, John, I'll see you next week, pal. Be good. Um, sorry, John, I'll cut you off. Sorry. I'll see you later, pal. Be good. See you later. Right, I'll cut you off now. Sorry, mate. Um... Only FIFA, only FIFA for Jono. Um, Reedy? Yes. You going Watford next week? You must be. It's only down the road. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, 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 yeah. Considering you're going Bournemouth the week after, or two weeks after, aren't you? I know, yeah. I saw as well that we've got Sunderland the week after that on the midweek as well. Christ. And you're going to Sunderland? Yeah, of course I am. Blimey, you'll have so many days off work, you won't be able to go away on holiday in the summer. Sorry, I don't need holidays. It's all about football, isn't it? It's all about football. <laughs> 
Reedy, I'll let you go, pal. Be good. We'll see you next week. Yes. Um, I've got a show uh, with a Watford fan off 90 min on, I think, Friday um, to preview the game. So stay tuned for that as well. Radio pal. Bit of a plug for your own show. Same as Locke. Plugging his own show. Um, Yeah, so that'll be enjoyable. You, you did them early on in the season, didn't you? Yes, yeah, we did it for the uh, home game, but now obviously we've got away. It'd be great to get them back on because he is a great lad to speak to. So, righty, I wish I'll see you later, pal. Be good. Have fun. See you in a bit. Enjoy your Sunday. Righty, oh, lads and lasses, once again, thank you. Aggie's, Aggie's going to Bournemouth with you as well, uh, Reedy. That's two of you going. That's two, that's some miles. If you've got road miles, you'd be, oh, you're earning the miles this week or the next few weeks in February. Rightio, lads and lasses, 11 points clear, 12 points clear, a second, a third place. What more do you want? It's onwards and up, upwards. Um, Locks is saying, yeah, you have to plug your own shows. Uh, we don't get as many views as the famous. <laughs> we're the BC. We're the BC. You're not. We're all one team, Locks. It's all matters at the end. It's all it, how it all works together, how Leicester Fan TV comes together. We are all one. Like I say, 11 points clear of second place. 12 points clear of third place. Leeds, uh, sorry, Ipswich, oh, Ipswich have fallen off the cliff just recently. But there we go, 11 points clear, onwards and upwards. So literally, all I'm going to say is ciao, ciao, adios, goodbye, arrivederci. There goes the final whistle. Come on, you foxes. Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, Everards, Barlow Blinds, Pocket Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Cow, The Fox's Arms and Rainbows. Run by the fans, for the fans. Follow us on socials at Leicester Fan TV and visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all the latest news, views and videos. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.